came to me and said, let's take a trip to Marshall, Texas, and we'll use one of your college days. I'm like, why do I want to go to Marshall, Texas? He said, well, Quantel, that's where East Texas Baptist is located. Welcome to the Tiger Alumni Podcast from East Texas Baptist University. My name is Carrie Johnson, class of 1994, and as the Director of Alumni Relations at ETBU, I'll be your host. Every day I have the opportunity to meet and visit with phenomenal alumni of various ages and stages in life. I always feel a little guilty that others don't get to hear what we talk about. So we've decided to capture some of those conversations with the hopes of sharing them with you. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I get to visit with Quantel Williams, a 2018 graduate from Arkadelphia, Arkansas. Mondays are hard. I know. You play catch up and everything. I know. I, I try to on Friday afternoons. I try to give Monday Carrie a gift and try to like wrap things up and consolidate and make bulleted lists so that when yeah. I walk in on the Monday fog, it's like, oh, yes, <laughs> that's all the stuff that I need to do. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. What are you doing today? Um, see, so housing, um, obviously <laughs> there's, so I set out the timeline on last Friday about when the housing dates are going to open up for, um, the rest halls and also the apartments. And so I made the mistake of sitting that Friday and over this weekend, I got like 36 emails and they're all asking the same questions. Yeah. I'm like, just read your email. I put it in the email. Just read it. <laughs> So, yeah, no, don't do thing. Don't don't poke the bear on Friday, Quantel. Do well, <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. It's like I'm never going to send an email on Friday. I'm still learning because this is a new world. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like I should have sent it obviously today. Correct. What have we learned? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. OK, so this is a new role. You're doing housing is new. Catch me up. After I left ETBU, I um, put applications in because I wanted to work in higher education, whether as a mission counselor or a resident director. Um, and so uh, Washita Baptist University um, reached out to me. It was like, hey, we have a R&D position available. Um, and so um, I left ETU in 2018, um, started this position July 7th of 2018. Um, and so I was a resident director um, for two buildings, um, Toilet Hall, which is an upperclassman um, residence hall for two years. And then I did two years as a uh, first year student um, mm. uh, working in OC Bailey Hall for two years. And so now I'm currently um, I did that for four years. So currently now I'm serving as the director of residence life okay. here in Washington. And so um, it's a new role. Uh, I've been in this role since June 1st okay. um, of 2022. So. so you're just figuring it all out. I'm trying to figure it all out. Oh, I bet you're doing great. And tell me about your, um, you, you got a, a bachelor's degree and a master's degree here. Mm -hmm. And then yes, did you I go on? Yeah, so I got my BA in um, religion, and then I got my master's in theological studies. Um, and so after uh, earning my master's in 2020, I decided to enroll at Regent University. 
I got my EDS degree in 2021, educational specialist degree. And then I'm hoping and praying, fingers crossed, that I will graduate um, this year with my doctorate degree um, in educational leadership. Oh, so, that's amazing. Yeah. Quantel. <laughs> so, you've been crossed. you've been busy. No wonder you're sending emails on Fridays. You know, your brain, yeah. your brain is full. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to make it. <laughs> oh man, that's that's awesome. Um, tell me how you got to ETBU. Yeah, um, I think it was it's a God thing, God's providence. Um, I did have college on my mind. Um, I wanted to get a job in the local community. Um, that way I could be close to my grandmother because she was getting older. She's the one that raised me. Um, so college was never on my mind. Um, and furthermore, I didn't think that I could do it, do the college thing, because uh, my biological uh, mother told me that I would never mount up to anything, um, that I would be like my no good father. Um, and so for the longest time, I believed that lie um, that she she told me became part of my identity. Um, and it was not until my 11th grade year um, that my counselor pulled me to the side and said, Quantel, I want you to take the ACT. Well, um, I didn't know what the ACT was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I, she's like, well, the ACT is something that you do to try to get into college. I was like, mm, college is not my vocabulary, mm-hmm. not doing it, you know, want to get a job and, um, be here in my local community. And so, um, uh, I, I took the ACT, um, and I did pretty good on the ACT. And she said that I needed to put down four, um, colleges that I wanted to visit. So I put down two community colleges and then I put down um, East Texas Baptist University because I knew a friend that went there. Um, and I also put UMHB down, um, University of Melbourne Baylor. Um, UMHB is about 45 minutes down the road from my hometown. Um, and I didn't I didn't know where ETB was located. I just heard the name ETBU. <laughs> um, and so uh, my senior year, uh, my assistant principal at the time, um, he came to me and said, let's take a trip to Marshall, Texas, and we'll use one of your college days. I'm like, why do I want to go to Marshall, Texas? He said, well, Quantel, that's where East Texas Baptist <laughs> is located. You have indicated that you have interest. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, so we <laughs> took a three and a half hour um, trip to Marshall, Texas. Um, and I stepped foot uh, on ETBU campus and felt a peace that oh. just came across my body. Mm. Uh, we visited with the admission counselor. We took a campus tour. Um, and after the tour was over, um, my admission counselor, her name was Meredith, um, um, Meredith Palmer, I believe. Was yeah. Her name. yeah. Yeah. Um, so she said, Quartel, do you want to pay your $100 fee for your application? Um, and I was like a hundred dollar fee, um, because I, like, I grew up poor. My grandma, like I said, my grandmother took care of me. Um, she was on social security. We didn't have a lot of money. Um, and so, um, I did not have the hundred dollars, um, even though I wanted to give her that hundred dollars so, so bad, but my um, assistant principal, um, said Quantel, if this is something that you're serious about and you want to come here, he's like, I'm going to pay that hundred dollar, um, application fee for you. Um, so he paid it. 
Um, long story short, I knew that I wanted to attend ETBU and I did not visit any other school uh, besides wow. East Texas Baptist University. So, wow, that is, yeah. that's amazing. And so that was your, <laughs> was that your senior year? That was my senior year of high school. Okay. Yeah. And what, what would, what was your grandmother's thoughts on that? My grandmother was, she, she was happy, but she was also sad because again, like I said, she raised me, um, and, and, you know, I think she, she was, she, she was, she was sad for the longest, but I think she knew that that was the place that I needed to be. And so, yeah. um, she was able to come see me across the stage when I graduated my undergrad degree. And so she, she's a proud grandmother. Oh, that's really sweet. Um, yeah. talk to me about, uh, faculty and friends that you made here at ETBU. Oh man, I, I, there are so many meaningful relationships that I've made at ETBU. Um, and think about, you know, Dr. Xavier Whitaker, uh, think about Dr. Heather Hadlock, um, Dr. Blair Blackburn, of course, um, Blair Prevost, Lauren Moore. Um, and these are people just helped shape me into the person um, that I am today. Um, these are all people that were involved with me in extracurricular activities, um, whether that was for student foundation, student government, uh, res life, um, leadership fellows. Um, they just helped me grow into a, a, a whole person. Mm. Uh, academically, I think about Dr. Warren Johnson mm. and Dr. Emily Prevost and Dr. Tommy Sanders. And, um, you know, when it comes to Dr. Tommy Sanders, I, for the longest, I thought that that man hated me. Oh, you know, no. I, like, I, say, I say, you know, Dr. Dr. Tommy Sanders hates me. He doesn't like me. But really and truly, looking back on it now, um, he, he was a um, tough professor, but he was also full of grace. Um, and so he saw something that I, so he saw something in me that I did not see in myself. And so I really do appreciate um, just, you know, um, him helping me develop um, intellectually and academically, um, because without you know him and um, Dr. Warren Johnson and Dr. Emma Primos, um, I probably wouldn't be in the position I am today. So yeah. I'm very grateful for for them. Did uh, the, the Dr. Warren Johnson his test were they pencil on blank paper? Oh yes, <laughs> and, you, know, you, you go, you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, you walk into the room, you know, it's test day and um, you, you sit out just that, those blanks, you no. know. And, um, you could only and, type 25 words, Dr. Johnson. You want to meet me halfway here? Yeah. <laughs> you just like yeah. type two lines at the top of the page and the rest is blank. Yep. And uh, you'd be like, you'd be, you black out for a minute because like, <laughs> oh no, I just forgot everything. Like, oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Was there... well, I, I, I appreciate it though. You know, <laughs> uh, well, Mister, I'm working on my doctorate. I guess that yeah. that got you in shape. It helped. It helped a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, talk to me about um, how your faith developed here on the hill. Yeah. So um, ETBU um, enhanced my worldview, um, and not just my, my worldview, but it enhanced my Christian worldview. Um, I developed as a whole person holistically. Um, I grew intellectually, um, spiritually, and physically um, at ETBU. And ETBU um, taught me what real and genuine community 
um, looks like in life mm-hmm. um, of, a, of a believer. Um, and as a result, I experienced a paradigm shift um, in my life, in my spiritual formation, because I now desire to grow deeper um, in my relationship with God. And so I'm just grateful um, for um, ETBU developing me spiritually. Um, and my spiritual formation is um, a lot stronger because of the community, because of the discipleship that took place, um, because of that authentic community. Uh, and I remember my time in rest life um, in Centennial Hall. Um, there was a verse um, that's on the wall um, when you first walk in, and it's Psalms 133, verse 1, which says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together mm-hmm. in unity. And mm-hmm. so I'm just grateful for that authentic community um, at ET. Yeah, man, that just kind of, do you remember, do you remember memorizing that? Or do you think you just walked by it 6,000 times and then you knew it? Uh, well, I walked by it 6,000 times and you can't <laughs> help but to uh, remember um, that verse. And so it's a verse that, um, I love by now that I, you know, I bring to my work um, each and every day is that that verse is Psalms 133 verse one. Um, and it was something that I actually put up as an R&D um, nice. and taught at home um, was Psalms 133 verse one, because again, we want um, all students to have that community um, of rich discipleship that, that yeah. that's going to take place on campus. Yeah. Um, we started something this year. I think you would be excited to hear about it. Um, we, we developed a discipleship program with curriculum, uh, written by faculty staff that, uh, was worked through with each of the new students, all the freshmen in the dorms. And so they, um, there was a study on Joshua for, um, the men's side of Centennial and a study on Ruth for the women's side of Centennial. Awesome. <laughs> um, it was so much fun to put it together. And yeah, I was like, Quantel would be all about this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. That's great. Tell me about a day at ETBU that was, stands out as just so much fun. Well, I think about the Tiger family gathering. I remember um, being a student foundation and we wanted something um, to get the campus connected when they first arrived their first week on campus. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I remember Dr. Heather Hadlock and um, just uh, Blair Prevost. Um, Some of us are, was just kind of, you know, collaborating together. It's like, what is something that we can do um, that will bring um, the faculty and staff and students together? And we came up with a Tiger family gathering and it was just so much fun Mm. to see everybody out that first. It was actually, I think it happened on the first day when students come back. Yeah. Um, and, And it was just something to see everybody together all in one place, all at one time, coming together as a community um, and just having fun. You know, there was carnival food, um, there was music, there was bounce houses, um, inflatables. And so it was just a, a great time. And that's something that I uh, remember because, you know, uh, we all got to start this tradition. I think it's still going strong yeah. now, even today. So yeah. that's yeah. That was a fun memory that I have. It's so, you know, for someone who, you know, I'm on campus year round. And so in the summer, things are, are more quiet. I get super excited in, in a weird, giddy kind of way when the students return. And, you know, now that we have uh, many terms in August, mm-hmm. some of them kind of trickle in and, and 
do that week ahead of time or the two weeks ahead of time and the leadership will come in and prepare. Um, but gosh, then when everybody moves in, it's just the best. Um, yeah. It's like somebody <laughs> just turns the light switch on on campus and we're all uh, super excited to be together uh, again. Yeah. Um, speaking of light, if I say the light on the hill never dies, what comes to your mind? Lepsado. Lepsado. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a lot, a lot comes to mind, you know. Um, light on the hill, yeah, it, it never dies. It's something that, um, again, that's, that's another, like, something that's instilling me. I have a keychain somewhere. Uh, it's probably <laughs> my office, somewhere that says Lepsado on it. Oh my goodness! Look <laughs> I keep it right here on my desk. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, but that, that's so beautiful to me, you know. Um, yeah. Because it's something um, that lets us know that we're we're ETBU. This is us. This is our, this is something that we live by. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I went to a conference. Um, you know, I've only been doing alumni a year and a half or so. And last year as a newbie, I went to a conference and I think from academics, my time in academics, customer service kind of was always important to me. And I've, I've, I have a background in admissions. And so it was always important to make sure everybody has a good um, experience. And I came from the mindset that they're paying for a product and we need to give that to them and it needs to be quality. But when I went to this conference from a, an alumni uh, perspective, they offered a sort of a shift in my perspective that um, it's not the education that is the shiny red Corvette in the showroom. It is you guys. It's the alumni. Like, you're my shiny red Corvette. That's why it's so important to tell your story, because, yes, we're we're offering education, but it's so much more broad than that. And, yes, we ought to um, treat everyone and meet needs and, and mm -hmm. have good customer service. But you guys are the showroom and yeah. um, and the product. Awesome. And so um, just the the beauty and joy of producing semester after semester phenomenal tigers who go out into the world and shine light makes my job Absolutely. really easy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Anything you want to talk about that we haven't talked about? I mean, I could talk about ETB all day long. I yeah. really could. I, I love ETB. I really do. Um, I think, you know, um, Dr. Blackburn, you know, was very intentional. And I think that's the reason why I chose higher education as a route. Um, think about leadership fellows and um, he took leaders all across campus, which I think was very unique, um, whether they were um, sports, you know, there were leaders in their in their particular sport or whether they were leaders of student government or student foundation or rest life. Um, he brought us all together and we collaborated and we, um, did a book um, together, mm -hmm. I think spiritual leadership mm -hmm. um, and each semester. And again, I think that just helped develop us to um, empower us to be Christian servant leaders in our particular fields um, that we are in. So I'm grateful for his leadership in that aspect as well. Yeah. All right. What do I got to do to get you to come to homecoming? What do I got to do? I came, let's see, probably about four or five years ago. I need to come again. And I will come again. I will come again. Hey, I need to come again. That's right. 
Just say it. Speak it. I need to. I need to write it to you. Oh no! Listen. So, if you graduated, when did you get your undergraduate? So, um, twenty eighteen. Eighteen. This is your five year. Yeah. October, man. Okay, I'll be there. What, when is it? What's the date? Do well, know, do you have the date? So I'm waiting on a date confirmation, but I will send it to you. And if it doesn't conflict with your current student engagement, um, okay. I would love to have you come back to the Hill. It'd be right. really great to, Sounds good. to see you in person. Well, thank you for doing this today. This was, um, you, you brightened my entire Monday morning. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. You have to. Thank you so much. So you have to. I hope you do great things today. And um, and I'll talk to you again very soon. Okay, thank you so much. Bye, thanks. Bye. Find more alumni spotlights by visiting www.etbu.edu slash alumni. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And may the light on the hill never die. <laughs>